So says the Gemara. Amar lach Rabbi Yishua ben Korcha. I don't want to start like that. Welcome everyone to the Avet Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Gimel. We will begin on Daf Bet Amur Bet at the words Amar lach Rabbi Yishua ben Korcha. We'll explain in a second where we're starting there. Today's Daf is sponsored by our anonymous sponsor in the zechut of his wife and his children. They should have success in all of their endeavors. Says the Gemara. Amar lach Rabbi Yeshua ben Korcha. Ulatana didan, according to our Tana, minicha, would it work out? Kema di itli plaze plaze, since our Tana holds of the Gizashava plaze plaze, medina u medina lamali, what do you need medina medina for? Right, they're only teaching the same thing. That Both of them are teaching the idea that uh, a, a walled city and an unwalled city that, 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 that there's a difference between Shushan and other cities, and there's a difference between walled cities from Yeshua Benun slash uh, Ahashverosh and other walled cities. Rather, this Pasuk is coming to teach you a separate Dirasha. What, what is it? Teaching us the rule that not only a walled city itself reads on the 15th, but even the surrounding suburbs also are reading, are reading on that same time. How far can the suburb be from the city and still get the rule of the city to be a 15th reader? Like the distance between the city of Chamtan and Tveria, which is meal, one meal. Now the Gemara is asking on Rabbi Yirmiya, Lema meal, if he wants to say, say that distance, let him just say a meal. What's the point of pointing out the cities? We're teaching you how big a meal is. Rabbi Yirmiya wants to teach you how long a meal is, so he gave you the distance in the cities in order to give you that information. Another statement from the same rabbis. The Menatzbach were mentioned by the Nevi'im. Now, Menatzbach are the letters that have sofits, as we call them. Mem, Nun, Tzadi, Pe, and Chaf are the ones that have sofits. We're telling you now that these sofits, where they come from, that, that these letters have certain letters that go at the end of the word, different shapes that go at the end of the word. The Gemara is saying that this was done by the Nevi'im. Ask the Gemara, but is that possible? The Navi is not allowed to add anything to the Torah. And according to what you said, the Nevi'im are adding to the Torah. The Torah was written with regular mems at the end of the word. And here we switch them to endemems or endemems. Sounds like they get switched. I thought Elohim Matzvot teaches you, the Pasuk in Devanim teaches you that it cannot be touched. The odd, another thing, Hamar of Chis, the dinner of Chis to say, Mem Vesamach Shabbal Hot, Menes Hayomdin used to stand by a miracle. And if they're standing by a miracle, then. Uh, then what does that mean that you stand by a miracle? That means like this, that Samach, is, in the Luchot, it's chiseled out all the way through. And since it's chiseled out all the way through, so technically, it should work out. Oh, this is messed. This is messed up. I'm missing a page. 
Since it's standing by a miracle, so therefore, in theory, you... I'm sorry, if it's, it goes all the way through, so if you have a, a letter that's attached at some point, every letter is attached somewhere. Aleph, Peh, they're all attached. But the Mem is completely round, and so is the Samach. And right. therefore, once you chisel all the way through, that middle, which is the middle piece of, of sapphire that's supposed to be in the middle, is just loose. And if you t- technically if you turn the Luchot this way, it should fall out on the floor, because it's going all the way through. And the, the, the rabbi is saying that it stood up with a miracle. Now, the Samach, we understand why it's a miracle, because the Samach is fully round. But the Mem is only fully round at the end of the word. So how could Rav Chista say that the Mem, how could Rav Chista say that these letters were established by the Nevi'im? The Nevi'im weren't around yet by Moshe Rabbeinu's time, when the Luchot came down, and yet the Mems were still mir- miraculous. According to what you're saying, the, mir- the Mems shouldn't be miraculous. Welcome, Binyamin. In, says the Gemara, no. Mia, Mahava, Hava. Really, they were there. V'lohavi yadi hei be'emsa teva, hei be'sof teva. V'atu tzuvi v'tiknu p'tochim be'emsa teva, s'tuvi v'sof teva. So comes the Nevi'im came, and they put some, the, the open ones in the middle, and the closed ones at the end. Still, we said that the Nimim allowed a changing. So, the first, you answered the second question, but you didn't answer the first question. Ella, rather, new answer. Ella means reset, brand new answer. Ella, shekhum Really, they were, when we said the Nimim made them, we didn't mean they made them originally. Of course, they were in the Luchot, but we forgot. Okay, thank you. We forgot them, and we went back and we redid them. The Targum of Torah was made by Unculus the convert. Right? Now, when that happened, in this Daza, Eretz Yisrael, Alba Mor Pasa, Alba Mor Pasa. Eretz Yisrael had an earthquake when they were able, when they translated the Nevi'im, there was an earthquake of 400 parsa by 400 parsa shaking. Yatsta Bat Kol Amra, and a Bat Kol came out and yelled at the rabbi, Ronatan Ben Uziel, saying, Mi Who revealed my hidden secrets to my children? Right? The Bnei Adam to the to, to the Bnei Adam. Amad Yonatan ben Uziel alagav. Yonatan ben Uziel stood on his feet. The Amad he said, "Ani who shigilit is the child of Bnei Adam." Yonatan wasn't scared. He got a batkol. He said, "Okay, let me answer the batkol." So I'm the, actually it's me. I was the one who revealed your secrets to humans. Galui v'yadua lefanecha. And not only do, do you know that, but you also know in Shemaim, shelo lechvodi asiti. I didn't do this for my honor. Velo lechvod bet Abba. I didn't do it for my family's honor. I did it for your kavod Hashem. There shouldn't be machloket about the translation of the Nibi'im. What were you saying? No, no, but here, here we're talking about the translation. There's a new separate thing by the same rabbi talking about the translation of the Torah, which is what Unklus, and translation of the Nibi'im, which was done by Yonatan Ben Uziel from those Nibi'im. Not only that, he also wanted to reveal the Targum of the Kitubim. 
כתובים על המגילות, אין דניאל, אין עזרא, תהילים. יצתה בת קול ואמרה, הבת קול קיימה, זה דייך, אינף. מה היא טעמה? And this time he listened. בגלל זה סתם רצינו את הכי ווזן לסנים. מה היא טעמה? Why not? משום דאית בקץ משיח. Because there is the end of Mashiach, and they don't want that translated. If you read Navi Daniel, I don't know if you remember, we did this in high school, I taught you guys in high school, Navi Daniel, but in a certain Pirakim in Daniel, thank you so much, Benjamin, that, uh, that actually say when Mashiach is going to come, but it's very, very flowery and hard to figure out what it's talking about. Right. I guess the Targum would have been too clear, and therefore... He said not to do it. So this is Targum Unkulus he's talking about? No, again, there's Unkulus on the Torah. On the Nebi'im, there's On the Ketubim, there is nothing. Why is there nothing? We're telling you why. Because there was a bot call which told him to cut it out. So Nebi'im was a problem? Nebi'im was, Nebi'im, the Torah, no problem. Nebi'im, there was a shake-up at the world, 400 parts of the world. Ketubim, he told him not to touch it. Why? Ketz Mashiach, that's the story. Okay. Next. Okay, well, that's the pasuk. What is this pasuk referring to? Okay. And some say, Ela Masoret. So we said, Shekhum Vichazru Vistum. Ask the Gemara, Maishna de Oraita de Lo is Daza, Vadnevi is Daza. Why do we mention that when on the, on the de Oraita it shook? And, the, and it did not shook at all. It not shook, by the Torah it didn't shake, and by Nevi it shook. What's going on? Okay. They do? So what time is that? 7.13. Okay, great. Perfect. Okay, um, oh, we missed the question over there. They asked the... Uh, the Pasuk before had mentioned that there was a... The Pasuk Sefer Torah Telukim... We, when we explained it, we, we said that, the, that the, the, the Pasuk is referring to the Targum. Now, if Unkelus, I guess, came in time of Tanaim, the Pasuk can't be referring to Unkelus because, because he, he came after us. So the Mara was saying that Shachum Vechazum Vistum, that we came back and, we, and we, we, we had forgotten it and we went back and we redid it. So even the Targum of Unkelus wasn't Unkelus himself, it was actually given at the time of Har Sinai. Okay? Wow. Now, this is going to Maishna Dirayta Dilo Al Daza. How come it didn't shake by the Torah? Torah is very, very clear what was going on. Because in the Nevi'im, there are some Pesukim that are clear, and other Pesukim that are not clear. Now, just like, I'm going to explain, that just like when the world was given, when the Torah was given on Har Sinai, the world shook, right? So, revelation of Torah causes earthquakes. Okay? Now, the Torah was all understood from beforehand, and therefore didn't cause an earthquake. Nevi'im, there's some Pesukim that are not understood. So the re-revelation causes a shake-up. Okay. Dikhtiv, what examples of things that were not so clear and then became clear? Says the Gemara. On that day, 
when Mashiach comes, there's going to be a great morning in Yerushalayim, like the morning of Hadadimon in, in the valley of Megiddon. Without the Targum of this Pasuk, I would know what I mean. Not that it's such a crazy Pasuk, but every, every, anything in Torah is, is that when you find out knowledge, it's, it's very powerful. Targum says that this guy, first of all, there is no guy. There is, there, we, we, there's two different things going on over here. There is no guy and there's no valley like that. What is it referring to? The Targum says it's the, 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 the morning of Shalim will be like the morning of Achav Bar Omri, who was killed by Hadam Ben Tivion Birmat Gilad. And like the spirit of Yeshaya ben Amon, Yeshaya ben Amon de Katayite Paroch Chagira, who was killed by the Paroch Lame, Bikat Megiddo. So there's two different guys being killed. In the, in the Pasuk, it sounds like the, the, the mourning of one particular guy, but really the two guys' names were fused together as if they were one guy, and we, don't even, we wouldn't know who that guy is without the Tagum separating them between two different people. Another example. Daniel says, I'm the only one who saw it. People with me, they didn't see it, but they got very, very scared. They ran away. Who are these people who were with Daniel who didn't see it, but they ran away? Same rabbis. These are the last three. They were better than Daniel himself. But he was better than them. He was, they were better than him. Because they were Nevi'im. Daniel was not a Navi. He was greater than them because he saw the vision. They didn't see the vision. So If they didn't see the vision, so what are they running for? Right? These guys, Daniel says, I saw the vision, they didn't see the vision, but they ran away. What are they running for? They didn't see anything. There's a concept that even sometimes a person doesn't see something, but his mazal sees it. And his mazal could be scared from the fact, from the vision that it's seeing, even though he doesn't see it. And that's what happened here. If a guy gets scared for no reason, even though he didn't see something, it means that his mazal saw it. What should the guy do if he gets scared and doesn't know what he's scared about? What do you do about it? Right? The guy's, he doesn't know what to do. He's scared. He has no idea why. What should he do? So we have a couple of different remedies. Number one, that should handle things. Let's say you're in a place where you're not allowed to say Shema. Let's say you're in a place where there's number two around. You can't say Shema. Jump for Amot. And if you can't do that, let's say you're not able to jump. Lemahachi say the following: The goats at the slaughterhouse are fatter than me, and therefore the, sh- the shindalids will go go think about them instead of you. The pasuk had said before that we use the words of Medina Now, if you're using those things, what does Mishmar come to teach you? Because the same pasuk mentions family by family. We'll read the Megillah. We're changing topics now. Okay, says the Gemara. Teaches you that the Kohanim and the Levi'im also have to do it. Now, why would the Kohanim and the Levi'im not have to read the Megillah? Of course they have to read the Megillah. Everyone reads the Megillah. All Mitzvot of everybody. 
We're coming to teach you that a Kohen Levi who's in the Bet Mikdash, even though he's doing the Avodah, stop the Avodah, go here the Megillah. Again, the whole second Bet Mikdash we're reading the Megillah because the Megillah was established in between the first and second Bet Mikdash. They all stop From here, there was a this was the source for the Rebbe's house that they did the following practice. That in Rebbe's house, even though, of course, in Rebbe's time, there was no Bet Mikdash anymore. Rebbe was one of the last Tanaim. The Bet Mikdash was destroyed in the middle of the of the Tanaim period. And therefore, Rebbe was there and there was no Bet Mikdash. But yet, he would stop his yeshiva to send the boys home to hear the Megillah. And that was a Hidush. Where did he get it from? He made a Kavah Chomer. Kavah Chomer Ma'avodah. If they close the Avodah and the Bet Mikdash, certainly they should stop Tamut Torah for, uh, for the Mikra Megillah. And that's how Rabbi figured it out. The Gemara is going to challenge that Kavah Chomer. Who told you that the Avodah and the Bet Mikdash is more important than Tamut Torah? Maybe the opposite. It says the Gemara. So there's a pasuk that's referring to what Yehoshua did after the loss in the city of Ai. Yeshua's people were in the city of Ai, and they lost the battle. Yeshua's not supposed to lose any battles, and therefore they were very nervous. And they met this guy, Yeshua met this random stranger, and he bowed down to him. And we're going to see the dialogue in a second. First, we're going to challenge why Yehoshua was bowing to him, and then we're going to, we're going to bring a proof that Torah is more important from Yeshua's conversation with this guy. Okay? Says the Gemara. How could Yeshua have bowed down to a random guy? I thought we said that you're not allowed to say hello to your friend at night because maybe the guy you're talking to might be a Shin Dalid and therefore you can't say hi to him. Why is Yeshua saying hi to this fellow? Over here, the reason why he said Shalom is because the guy said, I am, an, I am an angel in Hashem's army. How do you know? Maybe the guy's lying. Maybe he's a Shin Dalid. He's lying. He's not an angel, he's a Shindalad. Even, even Shindalads can't mention Hashem's name for nothing. And therefore, if he mentions Hashem's name, he can't be lying. That's like the truth test for a Shindalad, if he mentions Hashem's name. And therefore, he knew it was true. That's why Yeshua bowed down to him. Now let's get back to the story. Amrullah, the angel said to Yeshua, Yesterday, you guys forgot to do the Quran Tamid in the afternoon. Right? The Achshav, and now, you didn't do Torah. Okay, whenever someone comes to you for two things, one of them is more important. So Yeshua asks him, which one's more important? The fact that I didn't do the Korban or the fact that I stopped Torah? Amalo Atabati. He says, the, the recent one, the one I just said, which is the Torah. Right? Miyad right away, Yeshua slept that night in the valley. We learn from here that he slept in the d- valley of Torah. So you see that he, he, to fix it up, he slept and learned Torah. But you see that the angel came to him, and the, he had two problems. One was Avodah, one was Torah, and the bigger problem was the Torah. So you see that Torah is more important. So how could Rebbe? Let's see. Torah is more important than the, than the Tamid. 
So therefore, how could Rebbe have closed his yeshiva by saying, I'm a kalachomer. Uh, listen, uh, if they close the, the Beit HaMikdash for the Megillah, I could, I could send my boys home for the Megillah. What do you mean? Boys learning yeshiva is more important than the Megillah, than, than the Avodah, as we see from uh, Yoshua Benun. With me, Mike, or no? Says the Gemara, Lo kashem. Hadrabim hadiachid. One is public and one is private. Private, it, private learning is less, right? So now, I don't know, I guess, I guess it's private learning. I don't know why Rebbe's yeshiva is private learning, right? Well, Yeshua is, no, Rabim is better. Torah Rabim is Yeshua Benun. And Yahid is Rebbe. And we're saying that the reason why Rebbe could send his kids, his guys home is because it's, it's Yahid. That's what we answer. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Oh, right? yeah. Otherwise, a, boy, a bunch of boys sitting learning yeshiva together don't need to hear the Megillah. That's what it sounds like. Okay. Now, it says the Gemara, Ud Yachid Kal. Is Yachid so light? Didn't we learn? We're talking about, let's say, let's say they have a funeral in Cholomoed. So Cholomoed, the woman, they can sing, but they can't have, they can't um, bang their chests. Because it's a holiday, it can't be too sad. Bishmael Omer, if they're close to, sorry, if they're close to the to the to the body, then they can. They can do both. But they can't wail. says that if you're next to Tamit Chacham, there's no Chol Moed. That means that Tamir Chacham overrides even Purim. So you see that, and even though it's one person dying, it's not Rabim, it's Yachid. says, no. Kavot Torah Kamarta? Kavot Torah Diachid Chamur. If you mention the Kavot Torah, there's a difference between learning Torah and Kavot Torah. Kavot Torah is more powerful than learning Torah. And therefore, that overrides. <laughs> Kavod Torah, because they're having a funeral for a guy who passed away. Oh. Rabbi passed away. That's Kavod Torah. Okay. That 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 trumps. And the more important Torah is in public. 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 public, yes. Okay. Amar Rava. Rava says, "Pshitili, it's obvious to me. Avoda mikra megila, mikra megila adif. I know that mikra megila is more important than avoda from Rabbi Yosef from the rule of Rabbi Yosef we mentioned before." Then we know that reading the Megillah is more important than Tamut Torah, because the fact that Rebbe sent the people home with the Kavachomer. But what happens? What if you have a choice of learning Torah, or you have a Met Mitzvah, you're a dead guy with no one to bury? Met Mitzvah Adif. Met Mitzvah goes, goes first. Also, how do we know? We stop Torah for Achnasat Kala and and Hotsa'at Amet. Let's say you have Avodah and a dead guy. Met Mitzvah Adif. We can learn that from Achoto. This is an interesting Tirasha. Pasuk says, if you look at the, oh, I don't have the Pasuk on the side, I have it here. Pasuk says, Ula Achoto. Not here. Okay. Ula Achoto. Pasuk says, Ula Achoto. The Tanya. Ula Achoto. Matum Lumar. 
He heard that someone, one of his relatives died. You might think he should get Tameh. Right? By burying the guy. He said, you might say, don't get Tameh. You might think just like you shouldn't get Tameh for your sister and you should go do the Korban Pesach. So too, shouldn't get from mitzvah. So we see over here that if you have mitzvah or avoda, you should do mitzvah. Good. By Rebbe, but Rebbe wants to know what a different one. What if I have megillah and mitzvah? Those are the two things on top of the top of the totem poles, but we don't know which one trumps each other. Mitzvah and mikram megillah. What wins? <coughs> Says Gemara, Adif, maybe because we have to, we have to burn or maybe because of the kavod of humans. But once Rava asked the question, he answered the question and he said, like you guys thought. Because a, a, a lot, because human dignity can even push off a lot in the Torah. Now, how does it push off a lot in the Torah? Rashi says that the reason how it does it is by uh, by by the mitzvah of Hashem Teshivim that you have to return a lost object, right? And if you find it in the cemetery, right? Sorry, is it? It, the pasuk says you can't, you can't, you're not allowed to ignore it. You're not allowed to ignore a lost object if you see it. But they said that if it's gadol ve'enol fi chvodol, you don't have to return it. So if you have, let's say, Chavavad Yosef finds uh, someone's DJ kit, right? He doesn't have to walk through the, 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 the streets with a DJ kit because it's aib for him. I already mean it's a lot to say in the Torah. You have to, you can't ignore it. So you see that if you can push off a lot to say, therefore it's more powerful. And I say in the Torah, I'm sorry, and I say, therefore, a lot to say in the Torah. Okay, gufa. We said before, a walled city with all the suburbs and all that's visible with it is like a walled city. And it gets read on the 15th. Tana, we learned, Samuch, if it's close, even though you can't see it with the city. If it's, if it's visible, even though it's not close. What does that mean? I understand you can have a case of a city that's visible with the city, but not close. If the city is on top of a mountain, so it's visible, but it's not really close. We can see that case. How do you find a case where it's close, but even though it's not visible? If the city is in a valley, it could be very, very close, but you can't see it because it's in a valley. And therefore, it still would be considered close. Okay, we'll stop. Amen.